found the first part, un. <laughs> Everything else dropped off. What was it? Uncaused. Caused, yeah. Nothing to do with crows. <laughs> uncaused, uncreated, unsourced. Un there isn't anything beyond this and that. Just more of this and that, as long as that, that, as that is what you're looking for. So it's, it's so simple that it's extremely difficult for human beings because they're so attached to this and grasping at this and rejecting that and fighting. They might have all kinds of really good ideas about how great they are and how wonderful and how clean and pure, but it's a relative situation. Ultimate purity is just words. What was that again? Pause. Difficult area to talk about because we immediately go right back into language and words and concepts and pointers and, um, and extra things behind the pointer to make the pointer be more pointy. It's just on and on and on trying to find something, 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 something that we use, excuse me, our everyday life to magnify that, to create it, to fluff it up, to, or to tamp it down, or to do away with it. Passion, aggression, ignorance. It's all over the place. And it's obvious. It's just that the ego mind, the self-centered mind, the, the hidden assumption, the primary concept, me, that's the primary concept. You don't have to get rid of it. You have to see it. And when you start to see it, it's usually going to look pretty gruesome. It's going to look pretty maybe even threatening or just nauseating, or you don't want to be that person. You don't like that. You'd rather be someone more pure, more clean, more uplifted, more intelligent, less, less uh, fearful, and on and on like that. And the interesting thing is, the interesting thing is that if you want that, then uh, you can't actually have that or get that but you can see that you've never been separate from that, that you are what you're looking for. There's thousands and thousands of years of all different cultures, all, all on different paths, going different ways, trying to find this holy grail, trying to find it. What is it? What, what fundamentally is it? Ansa de Leon, back in the couple centuries ago in Florida, was looking for the fountain of youth, eternity. This is eternity. But what we do is, Instead of just seeing that, we cover it up with ideas and concepts about it. Even for me to even say that is blasphemy. Or maybe it's not blasphemy. So what's that other word that blasphemy? Heresy. Really bad, huh? Heresy? Yeah. Yeah. That one. But you have to say something. At least that's what I was told. So when you're sitting facing the wall. When you, mainly that's the practice to do. If that starts to migrate out into what is commonly called meditation and action or post-meditation, then just watch it migrate. Do not encourage it. Don't encourage yourself to be more awake. This is, this is just, this is just a, like candy for ego, for the self-centeredness. It just loves this. It gets fat and fluffy being a better meditator, being more mindful. Being more aware. If you say to yourself, I have to be more aware, it's not going to work. It's because it's, it's circular. You can, you can even see it. If you try to be somebody else, you have to be genuine. You have to be who you are. When I say I have to be, do whatever the hell you want. 
migrate to what do they call it? To call that place uh, Borneo. Borneo, huh? Borneo. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, that's very helpful. <laughs> that's, that I'm would doing be everything fun. I can. Sometimes I don't think I appreciate it. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Borneo. <laughs> uh, can you do the same thing with Sumatra? I'm waiting. <laughs> on Sumatra? No, he can't do anything with Sumatra. <laughs> okay, okay. Of that. <laughs> I'm the sit-down comic here. So what am I pointing at? What am I saying? What am I encouraging? I'm saying, look at who you are. Look look at that. And when you, when you have a negative emotion come up, rather than the impulse to just shove it down uh, with some kind of aggression or or even dismiss it or disregard it or distract yourself or avoid it by looking at something else or emphasizing something else or blaming yourself. I'm never going to get this by using concepts. I'm never going to get this. This is never going to work. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Or maybe I need to step more. Maybe I'm sitting too much. Maybe I have the wrong teacher. That's a good one. Find another one. We, we continually, continually abandon the very path that we're, we are and we are endeavoring to follow. This is why, not, maybe not everyone, but some of us need vows so that we try to get out of this squirrel cage. Uh, you are the squirrel cage. You're the squirrel, the squirrel cage. You're the movement. You are. You are. You are. You are. You are. And of course, you aren't. Can't separate. Anytime you can emphasize, 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 and but at the at the end of the emphasis. Uh, everything collapses. This is done with awareness. This is not done with the thought process, though we need the props, props just like you need, you know, as a, a common metaphor, as you need the raft of the Dharma to cross the stream of samsara, the river of samsara, river sticks. But when you when you see the shore, you you think that you went back to the other shore. That's actually a shore. There are no two shores. There's just this. There's just that shore. And how do you step off on it? See how you can't step off on it. Continually, continue to look at the paradox until that paradox starts to crack, because it will. Nothing lasts. But it will last if, it, if you can give it a little bit of passion, just a little drop, a little bit of... What's that stuff called? Sweetener. A little bit of it. A little bit of poison or anything. A little tamper with it a little bit. Poke it with a stick. Some, if you can get it to continually to maintain its otherness, it is empty of other. It's empty of anything else. It's empty of anything but your particular dynamic of trying to fight and get your way into some kind of other situation where you're always happy and never sad. God will. So the idea is to look at the the I, the pronoun, what the pronoun is pointing to, the I, the the me feeling, and one of the ways something that will take you right to that is any any kind of emotion, feeling, thought pattern that is haunting you or bothering you or seems to be spinning or is rough and ready. Uh, just use that. That's a dharma gate. Use that. I can say use it. Be pragmatic about it. Use that and say what's just behind that. Be it one way of saying what is it pointing to. Or who, the other way is, uh, who is having this experience? Is there, is there someone that's actually feeling 
uh, like crap or actually someone who is depressed? Is there a, per- a depressed person or is it just depression? Don't, don't, don't necessarily have to get rid of it. Sometimes I've said to people, especially people in, uh, in drug rehab places or people that aren't particularly Buddhist, not interested in the Buddhist path, but want to use Buddhist uh, meditation as a, uh, an awareness practice or tool. I've said, and I've said it to those uh, here also, but give it another name. Keep changing the name of it in your mind. You don't have to do it to others, but change it. You don't have to be ridiculous and call it something totally the opposite, but you could, you could, you do it so it doesn't have any connection with it at all. And then stick with that for a while. Uh, go about your business. And when you start to feel uh, what you've been calling depressed, uh, call it uh, a poly sausage. Remember, you're trying to be funny, and I can tell I'm not being funny because the only person smiling is, who's your name again? Sato. So it is about the awareness and how do we do that? Sit as much as you can, sit a lot, and then when you get up off the cushion, watch the way the awareness doesn't seem to, the awareness that you had, just observing, just observing, just observing that notice the way it kind of collapses and you don't have the awareness that you thought you would have. And you notice uh, that the awareness is more aware of how, maybe how crappy you feel or maybe how much difficulty you're having. Or you might be saying, after all this meditating, uh, it's like me fasting for five days and gaining weight. (laughs) What? (laughs) Very similar. It's uh, exactly similar. But it's like that because the expectation happens all over the place. About, but, and why can't we see this? Because uh, pratija samutpada is dependent origination, and the dependent origination is so incredibly vast and extensive that we don't have measurements for that. It's just measureless because it's it's and it's not just uh, physical objects and particles. It's deep, deep levels of consciousness, uh, just like we have a. Uh, uh, Coats of moving through space, we have we have a thought and emotion moving through the space of our minds. Simply put, might not be exactly that way, but it's a it's, it's another form. This is a form, and that's just it's just still form, but it's just a more uh, subtle form. It's uh, and there are people who have studied this have different kinds of names for this. You can use those if you need to. You can do tantric practice if you need to. I'll help you. I'll get you started if you want to do that. I don't think it's necessary. And that's not because I've do, done every tantric practice there is. I haven't. But I've done enough to get an idea of what's happening there. And I would say, I think maybe, maybe some people need to do that. And they're probably actually talking to a llama. They're probably already doing that. They're going in that direction because their karma has taken them that direction. But if you're talking to me, then more or less, my understanding of it would be uh, unless you feel otherwise, and if you do, then that's your karma. But I would say you can just look at it. Look at your mind. We need all this structure so that we can continue to have this uh, environment, this mandala, this uh, container, so that when we come in here, we sit down and watch what moves. And that may be um, a bunch of miserable thoughts or emotions or feelings that we just need to observe them. And the observing of that means that you will also see when you have a slight opinion about something or a slight uh, judgment of something or an agreement 
That's just as dangerous as agreement. Picking and choosing is a disease of the mind. Isn't that the sins in me? The heart mind of Sosan. Read that 500 times or a little more. He was just direct, even though it's translated into um, Western English language, still uh, and the meaning of that comes through. Just look at it. Just It's so simple and yet so incredibly difficult because of the passion, aggression, ignorance, and the fixation on the primary concept, me. And then the secondary one is other. So when this starts to fail, we build this one up. And that's actually part of the path. When this one, one of the ways you can work with this one is to help everyone. Notice your own negative feelings, other people's happiness. Even if it's relative, they don't have to be a Buddhist. This doesn't mean you have to go out and empty your billfold to everyone who has a cardboard sign with crayon markers on it. But it does mean you could do a little bit, of, a little bit of extending yourself towards someone else, especially somebody that is uh, difficult. <clears throat> I don't mean I don't mean uh, go and talk to Charles Manson. <laughs> That's too difficult. <laughs> I was hoping I could use that. On the other hand, maybe you need to do that. So when I say that, I can also take that back and say, I don't know, maybe you need to do a really difficult area like that where that's painful. I think the fellow, uh, what was the uh, Brevik over in, uh, what's it? Huh? And his Brevik who killed all his children. And what do they do in that culture? Because it's a different kind of uh, more uplifted culture. They're going to try to help him rather than just beat him down, punish him, kill him, hang him or something. So just just a, interesting the way causes and conditions start to show up in a culture uh, like ours is happening, be, is doing right now in terms of uh, um, so much difficulty and confusion and arguing about about just people that just want to be happy and they're going to squeeze their happy out of someone else until they die. It's heartbreaking to see, but you can't fight with it just like you can't fight with your own negativity. Don't go to war with anything. This doesn't mean uh, don't defend yourself. It's different. But meet everything where it's at. If somebody comes in with a in here with a weapon, I'm the first one that's going to go after them, which might look kind of comical. <laughs> you might say, "What? Well, hold it. Took the thought. We'll let one of these martial artists. You must have one martial artist in here somewhere. Do you have any martial artists? Do you have martial artists? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's got to be some. Well, oh, Michael's a martial artist. Well, I think it would all come back to you pretty quickly. <laughs> You'd spring into action. I've seen my, my son, Mason, who doesn't practice much anymore, but I've seen him uh, um, find his lost uh, kung fu forms. Where was I? Springing into action. Boing. You know, just uh, meet it, meet it where it's at. If you do it, if you if you think about it ahead of time too much, uh, but then again, even thinking about it ahead of, ahead of time could be meeting it where it's at as long as you don't do anything about it. So have the negative thought, have have the intense, raw, rugged emotion go through you, and then watch it because that that it's not that that won't lead to something else, but call patience. Look at it. I watch people do forms, listen to people do forms, 
and uh, and do the forms myself sometimes without and, and feeling some aspect of the form as seems to be uh, ha have less balance to it or has more negative energy coming out of it, depending on the person or the whole situation. You and I were talking about that earlier. And it's not about doing anything about it. Wait, you know, there might be a time when you actually do something about it, but it would be good. It would be better. It would be excellent. It would be basically good if that activity coming out of something that is observed as negative, uh, that you spend a lot of time just looking at that and watching how much of that, and I'm not talking about evaluating, because all you have to do is look at it. Just like, what's that old thing they used to say? Like, it's like watching paint dry. That's a pretty good image. You know, you can actually see paint dry. Okay. No. So if it's intense negativity, not quite as boring as paint drying. It could even be somewhat entertaining. You see that, especially if you're not locking and loading and getting out your samurai sword. You could actually just observe the negativity come up that was triggered by somebody else that's arising in your mind stream or that was uh, just arose in your mind stream with no apparent trigger or there's part, partially that and partially the trigger. And then the, what what it is that sees that and witnesses that, this has to be very uh, minimalist or very, um, it's not something. So but I'll say it this way, that what sees that uh, is not separate from what it is seeing, yet it is not the same as what it is seeing. And this is called uncaused. <laughs> I go. I don't really understand what you just said. Good. That's a good. That's actually good. I don't understand what you said. So that was a statement. Do you have a question? Let me have it. What? What would if it's not something that sees that, but it's not separate from it? I just don't. What is? I just don't get. I, I don't know. Maybe I don't have a question. I don't understand it. It's still a statement. I'm not letting you go. Go ahead. Want me to do it for you? Yeah. How do I understand that, Sokazan? How, do, how can I understand what you just said? I can tell you. I'll answer that question. Look at it. Insist on it. Persist. Insist. Train your mind. Use the schedules that are set up here so you can come in over and over and over and over and fail and fail and fail and fail until, as Trunk Rinpoche said, the final disappointment, which is uh, seeing what it is. So how is the final disappointment not a success? Not a success? Because it's so disappointing. So I could say it this way. It could be, in a sense, could be successful, but, but there would be no, no one having success, no one celebrating, uh, no one doing anything with it. It would be ordinary. It's called, uh, what is this called, Robert? One taste. That's pretty good. Rochig. One taste. It's just this, just this. It's just ordinary mind. Just ordinary. Mike, Mike, what's the difference between being neutral about a situation, like negativity arises from a trigger, and you just have a neutral or ignorant feeling towards it? What's the difference between that and seeing what it is? It won't be, there won't be any position involved, which means that whatever is occurring, you are not separate from it. So if it goes up, you're, you go up. If it goes down, you go down. If it turns red, you turn red. You turn, if it turns blue, you turn blue. So you're not separate from what you're seeing. The observer and the observer have those two uh, concepts 
uh, are pointing at something and what they are pointing at has collapsed uh, just after the concepts about them have collapsed or at the same time. So the observer and the observed, they're kind of, the, well, you know what I'm saying. So therefore there's no, there's no conclusion and there's no, really no occurrence because in order to have occurrence, you have to have a before and an after. Firewood doesn't become ash, as Dogen said, much to our chagrin. So if intense aggression arises from a trigger, if you're not separating yourself from that aggression, how do you how how is it that you're just not gonna punch someone in the face or something? That's why it's dangerous. It is dangerous because you're working with intense, powerful energy that's coming out of who knows where. Because that, the more you meditate, the upside of that is you're meditating, so you're calming down. But the downside of that, you're also opening up to deeper and deeper levels of passion, aggression, ignorance, which I sometimes refer to as past lifetimes. But not not everything. It's not necessarily a past life. This is the this is the past. This is the future. There isn't any. This is this is the past lifetime. It's an astonishing situation. Please don't ignore it. Don't miss this. Don't miss this chance. Death comes without warning. His body will be a corpse. Not not a negative statement. It's just true. The one grinning is Robert. <laughs> yeah, I'm grinning. Not a good thing. More about that. Ask me some questions about it. Ask me some really, really strong questions that, that will make me look foolish. Go ahead. I don't have that kind of question. It's <laughs> 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 because I'm already foolish. <laughs> If you're uh, with what's happening and you're not separate from it, do you understand that that's what's happening? Both. That's why it's so difficult for ego because it wants a position. It wants to know. That's why we always want to know. Uh, is that good? We're going to often say, well, this and this happens. Say, well, is that right or is that good? We, we want a reference point. We are not willing to, you don't have a willingness. And that's because of the ego mind needs that self-centered mind, that imaginary me feeling needs something. Uh, else, and it needs to know good and bad, sacred, profane, all the polarities of good and evil, enlightened, unenlightened, life and death. That's that's the one you could look at. Look at life and death. Go ahead. Um, is um, if you're with what's happening, and um, but you don't know that, or you do know that, no, is there a later evaluation of it that you mm -hmm. understand what's there could be. The, the way I would like to say the later evalu evaluation is when you realize it, you realize you've always known it. You just keep covering it up. It's always there, but the slightest deviation fails to align with the whatever they said. You know what that it's, it's necessary to look at the rubbish heap, and, and which I mean your negative feelings, your the, the, the crap that sometimes that every day or maybe every other day uh, or maybe it goes away for two weeks and it starts to come out. You need to look right at that uncompromising look right at it. That's that's where you will find the jewel that use that intense polarity of the jewel and the rubbish heap to sort of because the rubbish heap and the assumption that some things, is, some things are wrong, some things are right, some people are Buddhas, some people are sentient beings constant polarity we just continually reinforce it more i have another question if you're looking at the rubbish heap and you're being with that 
and you become afraid that that rubbish is going to take you right out of this mandala, what what should you do? So look at the fear, and then trace the fat back to the fear back to who's afraid. Would be one way. The other way is you may have to uh, dance a little bit in the in the middle of that rubbish heap. You may have to relax into that that difficulty, that smell, that abrasiveness, that prickliness. So that you may have to spend some time in there. If you're as a strong meditator, you'll be able to do that more and more and more. It's a that's the part of the path that's gradual. Is being able to, to work with more and more negativity as it comes up, like talking to someone who is uh, or interacting with someone who is triggering negativity in you, and yet you don't you don't you don't shut down on it. You feel it, and it's intense, and it does not feel good, and you might like it to go away, but you also don't externalize it. You don't go out and and get rid of your negativity by blaming someone, just taking that negativity and throwing it on them, and you also don't throw it on yourself. Uh, as a primary concept, you don't you don't blame yourself, so guilt doesn't arise. Guilt will take the place of that; will show up there. So it's a matter of just con- continue to return to it, continue to return to it. Anytime it shows up, it's a dharma gate. And what do you do with that? Not much. You 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 see it; it shows up. You look at it, and you don't you don't necessarily name it, and you don't necessarily interpreted or do any kind of uh, analysis of it of, of that and the process of doing that seems to be watching how much you continually have a spontaneous analysis or judgment or shouldn't feel that way or here i go again or all those other uh add-ons post-it notes yeah. so that's why i call it a practice it's a practice and i don't i don't know that the awareness is could be equated to a muscle that gets stronger. It's just more like the garbage that gets in the way of it gets weaker, perhaps. The stuff that keeps being generated. Picking and choosing is a disease of the mind. This doesn't mean you can't have a, you know, have a a straight cup of tea or have a latte or, or not even go do anything. It's not, doesn't mean you can't have those choices, but the choices can just can be a lot softer, just dependent origination. Don't fight with anything. If it's a very simple dependent origination, then your life is going to be quite simple and quite direct. You'll wake up. You'll have different kinds of feelings that'll come and go. Uh, you won't necessarily have a big plan. You might have some kind of idea of what's going to happen that day, but there won't be any demand, no demand on anything. If something starts to go another way, if you were supposed to meet someone, to do this or do that, or something was supposed to happen, and that person just forgets or does something else. I'm not saying you shouldn't have a feeling that that might trigger, but then you should look at it as that's something's being triggered, rather than that's something someone did wrong. When you look at this, or you look at that, yes. are you saying not to make a decision about it, to go differently? Or not making a decision not to react in the way with your old habits. You're going to give me some more choices. Ask me the question direct. Don't give me a bunch of options. Just ask me the question. How is it not just changing out one habit for a new habit? You might have to do that. But if you're really aware that you're doing that, then it falls in line of, of uh, dependent origination. It falls in line of uh, causes and conditions. 
that the primary cause, the, the, the primary situation is uncaused. But that might be a ways down the road if you're still getting hooked up and things like that. And what I'm saying, if you're still getting hooked up, then be hooked. This doesn't mean lock and load, but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't own a gun. It doesn't mean that you should own a gun. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't shake your fist at your neighbor. And it doesn't mean that you, I mean, it, there's no positionality on it. I'm saying you, some things you may have to do that, that your neighbors or other people looking at you or even Saga might think that you shouldn't be doing that. They're wrong for doing that. That's, uh, and, and, and if they're doing that, then they're, uh, and that's gossip. You need to mind their own uh, business. Yes. Two questions from Greg in the UK. The first is, how is this our past life right now? Um, well, simply put, uh, this this situation and the situation for you, Greg, being in the UK, whatever or your causes and conditions, your mom and your dad and everything, it's all uh, it's all generated from. Uh, from beginning of this time, it's a relative situation that's happening. And it's not separate from everything that's occurred before it. It just shows up differently. It just has a different shape, a different size, a different texture, different tone, different volume, different uh, texture. So it's not separate from it. We're the ones who, through our thinking process, isolate ourselves using the body manifestation coming into being as a separate body. Then we, all the consciousness, the ego mind collects around that and assumes that uh, this is me, this is my hand. This is not your hand. Look at your hand. Is it Greg? Greg? Look at both of them. Look at your hands. Look at your hands. Where did these come from? What are these? What is this? Minus the name hand, minus the name's fingers. What is this? Fundamentally, what is this? Not separate. If you see that it's not separate, then you realize this is just a moment in time. To put it uh, like a romance novel. This is a moment in time. <clears throat> but time is unreal, so therefore it's all—it's happening all at once. So, um, time is uh, to, the, the way it's often put is it's subjective. One of the ways to find that out is uh, go to a solitary retreat for a month. Your sense of time will flip around several times, and then it'll return turn to normal. Lucky us, we get to come back home. Leave the retreat hut off in the mountains. It's about looking at, at what is holding that uh, assumption or that belief that everything is separate. This is my lifetime. There's all those other lifetimes. This is what it was meant when they say the Buddha saw his past lives. And it's saying he saw, individual, see, I was a farmer here. And then I, you know, then I, over this other area, you know, he didn't have a bunch of stories. Although that being said, those can also come up. But they don't mean, mean they belong to you. You could be having remembering someone else's lifetime. This is very complicated. And I don't say that because I'm psychic or because I have some, some kind of a medium who can look into stuff like that. I can't look anywhere. But one thing I can do, I can look at what's right in front of me. And I want you to be able to do that too. Because there isn't anything else but this. If you see this, you stop separating all this and you, you live in a timeless way. When I say timeless way, uh, time is there. You, you use the time. For people around you are looking at their watch and you look at yours. People around you are planning things and you better pay attention because you might be left out of their plans. The second question. 
How do we get out of wanting to become more aware or mindful? So the way I often say this is when I tell someone or teach someone to meditate and I say, meditate, you know, give it a few years. Don't evaluate anything. Don't come to any conclusions. This is a conclusion. If you're trying to be more aware then you're trying to get a credential for it, then you might as well just not meditate. I'm not, I'm not accusing other people who teach meditation in different ways. Don't misunderstand. People need to do independently risen. So people are, there's no right and wrong. That's extra. But if you're listening to me, then what, you know, a dozen people or more, a few people online. So I'm not that uh, popular. I don't want to be popular. But the people are listening to me, I'm, I'm saying, don't get rid of that. That that very thing that seems like it's in your way, if you don't push it, you don't pull on it, uh, aggression, passion, and you don't shut down on it or look away from it, ignorance, then that that will become your, you, you'll be able to, what's called transmuting, that. you're transmuting that into, into uh, some aspect, depending on your style of uh, wisdom, because it's not separate from it. So, but if you push and pull and separate and everything, then the whole thing starts to be more and more uh, disguised and more difficult to see. And looks like there's a relative truth that we should buy into a mundane path we should follow. And we need to make money and we need to be a success. We need to protect our reputation and we need to protect our family, our clan, and so on. We see happening in most of the world these days. It's amazing we're, we've been this long, especially with all of the, uh, what do they call those kind of weapons? Hmm? Nuclear weapons. Do you, do you know how to pronounce? Nuclear. Not nuclear. <laughs> there's actually science. Si <laughs> well, there's actually science. Sci uh, nuclear scientists that say nuclear. That's astonishing to hear someone that, that studied that and they can't pronounce nuclear. I hope somebody corrects me and say no. It's actually, but they say, well, that's the other way of pronouncing it. Like other kinds of. Fiction, two kinds of fiction. Alternate fiction. <laughs> I'll fake, say that. fake fiction. Huh? Fake fiction. Fake fiction. True fiction. FF. True, True fiction. fiction. <coughs> Nuclear fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Robert. Nuclear <laughs> fiction. <laughs> 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 Yeah, nuclear fiction. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, we'll have to write down and talk to questions. Take one more. Go ahead. What part of the path is not gradual? I'm sorry. What part of the path is not gradual? Uh, the path that uh, where the the round path and fruition are not three separate things. When you see you've always been there. That's not gradual. It's not gradual to see what this is. The past and future, I'm not saying you, you don't use those because they're being used, but you, you know, there's no longer anywhere to go. There's no longer anywhere you've been. And the path is, uh, um, you know what that is, so you're able to talk about it possibly. Some people might not be able to talk about it. Some people might go hibernate. Ground, ground is suffering. The path is training in mind or meditation or shio samadhi and prajna. And the wisdom is, a, or the fruition is a wisdom or knowledge. How do you pronounce that in Sanskrit? Pranya. We say prajna here because we're in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> but Bhaskar, who 
speaks Sanskrit, uh, says Pranya. <laughs> Whoa, nuclear. <laughs> so, and it's fiction. <laughs> nuclear fiction. Okay. Okay, thank you, my friend.